0: listening to Mike and John Got It Going On, a Livingston County-based podcast that's based in, well, Livingston County. And now, Mike and John.
1: We're a little bit on an ice delay today. A little bit of an ice delay. (laughs) (laughs) It is ice delay. Due to the sleet from last night. But we are here.
0: We're ready to go for this Wednesday. Yes. And of course, uh, Mike and John Got It Going On brought to you by Firehouse Doors. And now it's time for GIGO News. I had to do my own introduction. 'Cause we're 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 we got we got to get moving. All right then. <laughs> Well, then get to it. All right. <laughs> Here's what's happening. The co-owner of a marijuana store in Wald Lake has sold off the building he purchased last year in downtown Brighton, but says he still wants to bring a location to the Brighton area. Jerry Millen of Heartland Township, who co-owns the greenhouse of Wald Lake, sold the former Rollison Pro Hardware building to a Brighton couple, Michael and Whitney McCowan, who reportedly plan to renovate it and use it for a variety of purposes. Millen said he sold the store partly because he wanted to put to bed any and all rumors that he had planned to locate a marijuana store in Brighton's downtown, but he does still want to find a location in Brighton at some point in the future, just not downtown. Millen also indicated the cost of renovating the building was higher than anticipated. Currently, such businesses are not allowed in Brighton. They have opted out under the terms of Michigan's recreational marijuana law, but city officials have been discussing future possibilities. That conversation has taken on new urgency in light of the voter approved referendum in Pinckney, which uh, had Also opted out, but was forced to integrate the business after a 2020 ballot initiative was successful. Millen, by the way, will be joining us in just a few minutes for our community spotlight. In fact, that's the community spotlight alarm just to show you that we are behind. A Livingston County woman discussed issues surrounding climate change with one of Michigan's U.S. Senators in honor of Women's History Month, Moms Clean Air Forces, Elizabeth Hauptman of Brighton, also a previous guest here on Mike and John Got It Going On, interviewed U.S. Senator Debbie Stabenow Tuesday about her work in the Senate to fight air pollution and climate change. As a member of the Environment and Public Works Committee and a senior member of the Budget Committee and Finance Committee, Stabenow has championed legislation to enable more consumers to purchase zero-emission vehicles, fund for critically important public health programs and efforts to ensure clean and affordable drinking water for kids in Michigan. The interview was broadcast live on the Moms Clean Air Force Facebook page Tuesday afternoon, but they'll rebroadcast it Thursday at 2. And a case of a highly contagious disease of the equine upper respiratory tract has been identified in Livingston County. The Michigan Department of Agriculture and Rural Development confirmed a case of what's known as equine strangles in Livingston County, also five cases in Oakland County. A year old quarter horse cross mayor in livingston county was confirmed positive for equine strangles march 21st the mayor had been acquired by the current owner february 27th and had an unknown history she had onset of clinical signs march 1st that mayor is now recovering and you can find details on all these on our mike and john podcast.com web that's what's going on. Do we have a, a
1: description of what the symptoms are for strangles? Uh, we do yeah. actually. Do we? Because yeah. I have no idea what strangles. I, did, I thought I have to that admit, could be the name of a clown. Strangles the clown. <laughs> but no, it's equine
0: strangles. People are scared enough of clowns. You don't want strangles the clown. Equine strangles. That sounds like a punk band. Sounds like <laughs> you know. I don't know that it takes a detective too long to go. Well, wait. Let's see. All these kids are missing, and we have the, maybe strangles the clown. I think they, they no. turn up being suffocated. I don't know. Maybe strangles. The cloud. I don't know. Let's go talk
1: to him. So, so strangles is a is a thing. Equine strangles, equine actually, strangles. yeah. I mean, yeah. we're we're
0: you know laughing, but, no, it, but it, it can be fatal to horses, and uh, it's an upper respiratory bacterial infection. So, well, look at you talking like a. An equine specialist. Well, yes, you know, I am um, an equine He's got writing chats.
1: <laughs> yes, I do. It's uh, time for our Community Spotlight. We're going to talk with the pop shop guy, yeah. Jerry Millen, yeah. and our Spotlight brought to you by Jordan Genso. Uh, absolutely,
0: of course. Uh, Jordan, uh, proud uh, sponsor of the Community Spotlight with the Genso team at REMAX Platinum. Jordan enjoys teaching people about the real estate transaction process along with current uh, market conditions, even if you're not currently looking to buy or sell. You just want to have a worthwhile chat with a real estate professional. Hold on, Jerry. Hang on. Jerry. We're in the middle of a commercial. Yeah, we're, we're doing a live spot. All right. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> and you just want to have a worthwhile chat with a real estate professional, you can call Jordan, 248-444-9777. Jerry
1: All right. Millen joining us from the greenhouse in uh, Walled Lake. Of course, Jerry from uh, Heartland. And uh, recently selling the hardware store in downtown uh, Brighton to uh, move on to a different location, possibly for uh, marijuana dispensary here in Livingston County. Good morning, Jerry. Hey, good morning, guys. How uh, are you? Good. Yeah, we. Uh, you know, it was. Uh, it wasn't that long ago. I think it was uh, when COVID first hit, and we had you on the radio show talking about doing business during COVID, and you guys really thrived at the greenhouse, and that kind yeah. of led to possibly moving to Brighton too, or getting another location in Brighton. So, let's let's talk about that and where you're at at this point.
2: Uh, well, you know, there's been some, uh, some moving and shaking on uh, the Brighton City Council, and you know, the uh, city manager, I guess, is, uh, put his resignation in. So there's been some things going on here recently in the past couple of months that uh, we're we'll going to wait and find out. But, you know, before COVID hit, yeah, I was going to council meetings and hoping that they, you know, would finally opt in and give people a chance in the Brighton area, the Livingston County area, to uh, have a greenhouse in the area. So I bought the building as a project, and everybody, not everybody, a few people like went crazy and thought I was gonna bring marijuana to downtown. The devil's lettuce is gonna be on Main Street. I'm like, whoa, 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 hold on. I bought a building as an investment and you know, if they would allow marijuana downtown, they're great, we'll have a greenhouse. If not, we'll do something else with the building. I didn't realize that, you know, the people you know, when somebody's against something they're really gonna come out. Right. And people that are for it. I'm gonna be like yeah, four, but I'm not gonna get up at eight AM and go to a special meeting to talk about cannabis. <laughs> so, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, they, they had a meeting. And, you know, I went, and it was you know, with a couple some people that I know, and I just sat there and listened. And some of the crazy things that people say just still blow my mind. That you know, on Main Street, if I if I put a cannabis store there, you know, we're gonna be just selling weed to kids, which is not the case whatsoever. You know, and nobody has a problem with fourteen you know liquor licenses on Main Street. So it became a. A real issue. And I felt like it was a hot button for council and for the mayor at the time. And I felt bad because all I did was buy a building. Right. And even and even though the mayor was like, listen, during the meeting, this gentleman just bought a building. Yeah, I didn't ever really approach the city about putting a cannabis store there. But of course, you know, the rumor mill, oh, it's going to be there on Main Street.
1: Well, so, and your reputation right. preceded you in this type of case since you owned a dispensary already. So, you know, as you right. said, it you bought it as an investment, and then the uh, the cost to renovate the old hardware store it uh, it just is has got to be uh, astronomically expensive, especially uh, especially during these times.
2: Yeah, it was it was out of control. It's been like a million and a half dollars, and I was going to do it. And I sat down with some of my financial guys, and I'm like, "You're, you know, you're in the campus industry, and you could, you know, you could renovate this building because I love old buildings, and you can invest your money into it, which would be great. But you're going to tie up, you know, your, your finances to do another store." And I'm like, "You know, you're right." And, I, and so I got approached by quite a few people to buy the building, and I'm like, "If somebody else wants to buy the building and do something with it, then I'm going to sell it because of the fact that number one, I want to, you know, alleviate any problems I cause for the city." You know, you know, because during election times were going on, and it was just chaos. So I said, you know what, we'll just sell it, let somebody else do something with it. I have some other spots in Brighton that are way far from downtown. It would be a great location for the greenhouse. Can't say where, because when you do, people go and try to you know, already block you out, and do things like that. So you have to be kind of secretive in this industry, because the big guys will come in and buy all the real estate
0: up well, in certain cities. You know that's and a good that's point not- that you bring up, Jerry, and I want to, i just let me butt in here and just say, you know, you talk about the big guys and I think folks don't really get uh, – there's a lot of people out there that don't really understand that there, that there are some real heavy-hitter corporate interests that are invested in this industry who who want to come in. I mean, you are really a small – I know people don't see you that way, but having visited the greenhouse in Walled Lake, having known you like I have, I mean, you're a small businessman. You are – You are, you know, someone who's an entrepreneur and trying to make something work and seeing an opportunity, but there are some really heavy-hitter corporate interests that would be very able to come in and just do what the hell they want.
2: Huge. A lot of people don't know there's a company called Loom, which is owned by Bell Tire. Bell Tire doesn't want anybody to know that they own Loom. They have 40 or 50 stores. They are so tied in with the legislators. It's crazy. You know, I mean, they have the guy that buys their real estate and does their lobbying for them as a former senator, you know, and how do they get 40 licenses at the state? They got a lot of political pull, you know, and I'm a mom and pop, and there's a lot of small guys like me that are trying to stay in the industry, and, you know, they're trying to shove us out, so we have to fight tooth and nail for every license that we get, but yeah, big companies like Loom and Bell Tire, you know, they're trying to squash these little guys. In the who
1: would have, who would have thought rubber and, and weed in the same sense? you know? Right. But well, right. you, the funny, the funny <laughs> thing is they don't want anybody to know. People yeah. Right. Right. They don't want anybody to know that old Bell owns Well, everybody should know because it's corporate weed. Yeah. And they don't have
2: any problem with people making money. But they're in the business for the wrong reason. They're only there to make money. I got into it as a business opportunity then saw that it actually does help people. And we help people every day. And people come in there with cancer, autistic kids, special needs, people in pain, a lot of senior citizens that are just in so much pain. And cannabis gives them relief. And that's why when I get in front of any city council or politician, it's, you know, weed is the devil's lettuce. It's terrible. The kids are going to get it. I hate to tell you,
1: but you got to sit down with your kids because your kids are already getting it if they want it. You well, know, there's that, and you know, you you bring up the senior citizen factor, and you know, it doesn't have. We're not necessarily talking about grandma's buying a bag of weed. You have the the oils that that don't have any type of uh, effect on one's mind. It's just something to alleviate pain. Yes, so the CBD no, part of it, you know, it's that's what everybody kind of. You may have half of those city council people that have been using the product, and. And they're still against having, you know, a pot shop in town, as they would put it. Exactly.
2: It's like not in my backyard. Right. You know, and and there's, you know, that's why I invite people. You know, I invite people to come to the store. A lot of people won't take you up on it because they're afraid of being educated. I see them. And if you're going to make a decision on something, you should really go in and see how a place is going to operate, how it does operate. And you would be surprised. Granny at 80 years old is buying a bag
1: of weed. (laughs) I mean, you would be shocked. I see see 80-year-olds in line.
2: All the time. And I love it because it means that, you know, we're breaking that stigma because it does help a lot of people. And You know, and like I've always said, if you don't know, you don't know. And until you're in the position where maybe a loved one or yourself, unfortunately, gets cancer or you need some kind of treatment and doctors are not, University of Michigan Cancer Center is now telling people to try cannabis. I have patients from U of M coming in saying, my oncologist at U of M told me to come here to try something because everything else, medication-wise, pharmaceutical-wise, is not working for them. And I love that they're sending them there. It's terrible that they have cancer, but, you know, doctors are starting to realize that, you know, if it gives people relief, try it.
0: Well, and I think the other aspect of this that people maybe not don't realize is that uh, when they're thinking, like, we want to keep pot out of Brighton, and you kind of alluded to it just a minute ago, but I think it's also worth mentioning, like, well, pot's in Brighton. It's everywhere else. And obviously, you know, there's always been, you know, illegal weed. But legal right. weed is it, been available in Brighton. Um, and folks that want it are getting it. Uh, I mean, th- through, you know, like through delivery uh, and, and that I method, too. To Brighton.
2: Yeah. I carved out Brighton specifically because I want people to, you know, I want to introduce people to the greenhouse. So they can go to greenhousesemi.com. You can order delivery to Brighton. And so it's already there. You know, and if it's done the right way, it's not harmful. You just have to have the right person running the business. You know, you don't want a big corporate weed store coming in and, you know, you just, you know, you want the right business owners running these kind of businesses.
0: And and the people of Brighton back in 2018 overwhelmingly approved this uh, in the 2018 ballot measure.
2: Right. And that's my question is like, why not? You know
0: the question is why not? Well, and I think
1: with so the going to happen. Part of the part of the equation too with the uh, with the hardware store was there was the I remember hearing talk of the question of parking and such because at the greenhouse you have a lot more availability so to speak Correct. for people to to park and go. The downtown Brighton not exactly the most parking friendly, especially if you've got people coming and going quite often. It's busy enough on a, on a weekend uh, just for the bars and restaurants. So you're looking at other locations. I know as you said you really can't say where but uh, i'm sure you want to facilitate that as well as far as giving enough space for for what you're you're going to handle as customers
2: oh 100 and i knew that when i when i bought the hardware store, like i knew parking everybody else parking so problem downtown it's, it's, uh, it's a three pound gorilla in the room because parking is abysmal in downtown Brighton, so i knew that when i bought the building i'm like it'd be hard to put a cannabis store here because we do such a high volume but the one thing i can tell you is 70 to 80% of the restaurants and stores I talked to down on Main Street wanted me to come down because they wanted to bring people in the store all day long from morning to night and they wanted they wanted lunch crowd in Brighton because they don't have one right so, they so much more is <laughs> this <and> downtown
0: right <laughs> For one well, reason I or mean, another. When <laughs> we talk about parking, we you know the apartment. It's like these are good problems to have in the sense for a community, as opposed to it's deserted and no one gives a right. crap. Um, you <laughs> well, know, that's
2: what Wild Lake was Wild Lake used to be deserted, right? Yeah. You know, the mayor put me on a DDA in walled Lake, and I've been told that the greenhouse is going to be the cornerstone for redeveloping the downtown. We're redoing the sidewalks. You know, we're doing so much work on that corner. Spent a million and a half dollars on the corner of Wild Lake, and. We're starting to bring people back downtown. There's a couple of restaurants down there, so you know some of the some of the cities get it. This helps. You know, it is a good problem to have.
0: Yeah, I mean, and again, I, I you know, I I visited the the uh, the greenhouse in Walled Lake. I think back in October, uh, and you gave me a tour of the place. And um, you know, when I was in there, I mean, the business was very. It was the middle of the week, The business was very. You know, was pretty steady in and out. It's a professionally run business, and and I think you know, like you said at the time, and you just said again. If you have questions, if you want to see what an operation looks like, come and and check out what we do, you know, what you guys do there, and you can see any I it's just to me look, we're talking about a legal product. I mean, why are we it's, having a conversation as if we're not talking about a legal product? This is a legal well, I, I guess product. It's, Stop it's, with this I guess this shaming and it is this it is this societal shaming that somehow it is shameful that somebody might want marijuana for a recreational purpose or for a medical purpose or whatever purpose. It doesn't matter what the purpose is; it's freaking legal.
1: Well, the thing of it is, uh, and I, I'm I'm curious on this because I, I really don't know. But when you look at uh, liquor licenses, there's so many for certain areas and downtowns and businesses. Those types of things. Are there so many pot licenses that are available in the area? You got to go through no, the same process, it's, it's or hard. No,
2: it's all left up to each municipality. The only thing is it has to be so far from a school, and the state has left, you know, in the rules, it was left up to each municipality to decide how they wanted to proceed. Did they, you know, allow it, not allow it? If they did, how many licenses? They could, you know, they could put any restrictions on it if they wanted. And the bigger thing is, if you're not careful, because, you know, Brighton is the diamond in the rough, or not even the diamond in the rough, it's the diamond of Livingston County. Somebody's going to do a ballot initiative, and if they get it passed, they write the rules. Right, right. They can come in and say, we're going to allow 15 dispensaries in Brighton, all up and down Main Street. And if they can get enough signatures to get it on the ballot that passes, you're going to see 15 weed stores up and down Main Street. That's why it's important for cities that are bigger or that are more desirable to step up and say, okay, if this is going to be forced on our votes with the ballot initiative, possibly we might want to get ahead of
0: this. Well, look what happened know. in Pinkney. I mean, that's exactly what happened in Pinckney. and then right. Pinkney officials were left with trying to retrofit ballot language that they were like, "Well, crap, we never would have written it this way," and yep. they lost control of the process, and they 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 had to go through a lot of maneuvering to try and get back control of the process, but they were forced to do it. And I think in retrospect, many of those officials may look back and say, you know, perhaps we should have just <laughs> taken control of this process and done it ourselves from the get-go. It would have been a lot more uh, amenable to what communities want. And and that's what the thing is. The the, the the law allows communities to opt in and then take control of the process. Otherwise, voters are going to come in and say, look, we want this, it's legal, it's coming, and then you lose that control. I I guess this is where I just sort of – I don't understand sometimes the reluctance to just – why would you not want to be in control of the process and let the process run without your control? It doesn't make any sense.
2: It it doesn't, and if you're not careful – the big guys have enough money to come in and spend a lot of money on a ballot initiative. And who's really going to stand in their way and spend money to, to fight it? Who's going to say, I'm going to spend $20,000 to say no marijuana right. in Brighton? Nobody's going to step up and do that. So it could pop, you know, and somebody will come in and they will write the ballot initiative to where it's going to be hugely beneficial to the stores or the, the growers and processors. And then you, you can have, literally, you can have 15, 20 dispensaries in Brighton. Because you know what happens when they knock on the door and they say, sign this initiative. People don't really read it. And they could say, we want 20 stores, but they're like, oh, no, 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 not 20 stores. It'd be, you know, it'd be, it'd be two stores, but over 20 years, they, would just, they don't tell people the truth so when they sign the initiatives. And when people vote, sometimes they don't do the research. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. And, <laughs> what? You know, uh, it's, it's like it's like it's going to be shoved down their throat because somebody's going to come and do it. Right. And I, I truly believe Brighton will opt in here eventually because there's a lot of smart people on that council, and I know some of them. and You know, they're not against it. I just think right now there's some turmoil going on politically, I think they got to get that to settle down. But I'm not going to give up. You know, it took me seven years to get my store open in Walley. Okay. You know, I hope I don't got to wait seven years for Brighton.
1: Well, do you have any? Uh, you have any customers that are on the council?
0: <laughs> I know I put you on the spot there, Jerry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to ask. No, that's you know medical ethics prevent him. HIPAA, yeah, HIPAA regulations. He can't.
2: Five
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. of um, So, uh, like you said, you're you're looking at some other uh, opportunities. uh, You know, uh, to to bring a business to the Brighton area uh, and. uh do you, do you think we'll hear something soon? Or... Yeah, I was going to say,
1: is there kind of a, a hope, target date? I really, I really hope. I'm going to start, you know, I'm going to start
2: going to council meetings again and just, you know, be in there saying, hey guys, we're still here. We're not going to go away. All right, you know, and I'll sit here and I'll wait. You All know? Right, I, mean, well, I truly, I truly sold the hardware store. To take the pressure off a little bit, just for like yeah. listen, I'm not planning on putting anything downtown, but can we still continue this conversation?
0: Well, and I guess the, I, think, I think it's worth having. Yeah, and I think that goes to the point of that you know, a lot of people were concerned about you know bringing you downtown town. And, and you selling the store. I mean, you had you are. Were in a sense, I this is my personal opinion. I think by you selling the store like you did, it is a sense of it is a sign that you're saying, look, I want to work with you. You could have easily held that property as just a wedge and kind of held it over their head, and instead you're like, let me alleviate your concerns. It's not coming to Main Street, at least not through you. And right. I want to make this work, so let me just here sell this off and 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 let's find another way to do this. I don't think that if you get some of these big corporate interests, they are not going oh. to care. Steamroll you! Oh no, uh, I mean, oh, steamrolling no. right there. I mean, Loom, yeah.
2: Loom is in several lawsuits against municipalities. If Loom doesn't get a license, they sue, and they're you know they've uh, they filed several lawsuits against municipalities. So that's why you got to get in and write a good ordinance and a good you know, a good way to get it into your city and decide who you want. You want the good players. That's what you want. You want people that are going to come in and do the right thing for the community. We do a lot of great charity work, and you know, not because we have to, because we want to, you know, and, you know, we do a lot of stuff that people don't even know about, you know, like it's so good. I don't don't promote everything we do. It doesn't, you know, I don't have to keep promoting and promoting. It's good just to do, good things for people sometimes. The corporate stores don't do that, you know, and that's fine. It's business and I get it. And it's America. It's capitalism. Do your thing. But in this industry, I think we have a unique opportunity to help people, which I think is fantastic and also make a living at the same time. There's not many, you know, jobs professions where you can do that sort of thing
0: well I, I guess you know you live here in Livingston County and so you know right. I mean this is a very community focused uh you know community community-focused community focused uh-huh. community uh, and uh, but it is true to the sense that uh, where uh, you know, I, I don't want to be you know the outsiders, but I think for folks that aren't from this area, that they, they would just look at it straight up as a business opportunity and not really care about how is this going to work with the community. And to the extent that you're talking about doing these non-business things, like working with charitable causes and and helping out uh, and being like on the DDA, looking beyond just your particular business, but as a community. I mean, I just again, I just think that. The people that get it, uh, such well, as they know you know, you got to you got to
1: be a team player yeah. and you got to be a community partner, and, right. and that's uh, unfortunately a lot of those have gone away, right? Uh, over the oh, past few yeah. years, and so especially in, this, especially in
2: this business, because look, man, I know that it still has some stigma, but the stigma, you know, is disappearing faster than I even thought. But you know, it's important to work with the city and the communities you go into because of the product that it is, and you want businesses that are going to be a part of the growth of a, of a community because it, this is a partnership with the city because this is, you know, it's a controlled substance, so you want people that, that are going to run it and have an interest. I live in Livingston County. Brighton is really my downtown. Harlem doesn't have a downtown. <laughs> we got, like, a pizza shop, which I love. Yep. Pizza. <laughs> right, right. But there's no downtown. You know, we go to downtown Brighton to hang out. Yeah. You know, so I would never do anything. That's not who I am. I would never do anything to jeopardize my community, to drag it down. That's not who I am. That's why I've always invited people. There's not many people taking me up on it because they think they're intimidated to come into a weed store or whatever. But that's why I tell people, come to the store, meet me. I'll give you a personal tour. I will show you that the boogeyman does not live inside the greenhouse.
0: Sure. All right. Well, uh, we we look to hear uh, you know more news soon, hopefully uh, about uh, what's going to happen here because something's going to happen. I think you're right about that. But uh, Jerry Millen uh, from the call yeah,
2: uh, me one morning and uh, you know I'll make a special
0: delivery to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, you get up bright and early. Well, wait. There's a paper bag on my porch. I didn't. I thought. But uh, <laughs> well, look. If you're going to start attending council meetings again, you may need to medicate yourself. Um, hey <laughs> now. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but uh, all right, anyway. Yeah, keep us in the
1: loop on things, Jerry. We appreciate it, uh, and it always, yeah, as always, on the, uh, the gig there. You
2: guys are doing a great job. Keep fighting the
0: fight, brother. Hey. All right, all right. Thank you, Jerry Millen thank from uh, the Greenhouse of Walled Lake, and of course, uh, Livingston County area. Uh, Businessman, and uh, we'll find out what, uh,
1: what happens. Next step. I, I don't think it was really a surprise the way the hardware store w- went. No. Uh, just wasn't. I don't think it would have been big enough anyway. Right. So but, uh,
0: thanks uh, for Jerry uh, being in our community spotlight, of course, brought to you by Jordan Genso. Call him at 248 444 9777. You can find him on Facebook at Jordan Genso Community Servant, Community Realtor.
1: And I, I really hope we're not in trouble for being late to class. But we're on ice delay. We're yeah, on, we ice delay on ice delay. We are on ice delay, so I hope yeah. he's, he understands that yeah. the bus was delayed. Yeah. <laughs> (laughs) This is Uncle Bill. Hi, Uncle Bill. Uh, The bus was running behind because of the ice. (laughs) Yeah, we were on ice delay this morning. Okay. So we we hope you understand and don't penalize us on our points or anything for School of the Fools. Right. Uh, just to
0: just to
3: clarify, uh, next week we're going to have to do it on Tuesday. Oh,
1: now we got to oh, do it on Tuesday. Well, all right, that's what we get when we come yeah. to school late. I got it. Now I got to change yeah. the dry erase board. That's I just right. filled <laughs> you, it all in. You know, we just got a
0: dry erase no, board. We just expanded here. Yeah, we did. We've got it going on, it's, and uh, things are really growing yeah. here. So we got because yeah, that's <laughs> our expansion. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, so All right, Before we get Tuesday. into yeah, next Tuesday for uh school of the fools. Before we get into that, we just want to also mention Murphy's Family Auto, one of the supporters here on uh, Mike and John got it going on. You can call them today, schedule an appointment 517-552-3040 or murphysfamilyauto.com. Murphy's Family Auto, your car knows. Yes, it does. All right. All right, Uncle Bill, what's our topic today?
3: Well, do you know what today is?
1: Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday.
3: Yeah. I the delay delayed yeah. today it's, is National Pencil Day.
1: Oh. Ah. Hyman Lippman, it's your day, Hyman. Did I did I did I ruin the, any of the questions with that? You did. You I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, you should. You know, you should I'm mark him down. Off. Look <laughs> at this guy coming to class and just
0: blurting out answers. I'm
1: sorry. It's okay. All right. It's time. So here we go.
3: Thomas Edison had pencils specially made for him?
0: Did he like his graphite softer or harder? <laughs> Well
1: uh Thomas liked the hard <laughs> <Yeah>. lead <hard>, cue <laughs> cue the music here.
0: wow. <laughs> uh,
1: so Thomas Edison. Yeah. Yes. Did he like the lead hard or the soft? soft? The graphite. Oh the graphite, right, yeah. The graphite. Right, the graphite. Right, right, right. Hey, where's our big pencil? It's right there. Oh, it's okay. Grab the big yeah. pencil. You the big pen- it pencil. is big. You're yeah. right. It's we got a big pencil. We got a big old Mac
0: and all. Yeah, yeah it's a Mac pencil. Um, big Daddy I, Mac. <laughs> I'm going to say because he did a lot of writing, I think he preferred it to be soft.
1: All right. So John says softer. Why? Why did he? Because he did a lot. It was. was it easier I, I think. On the right?
0: I think it'd be easier to, with a softer a bite, smooth graphite, smooth graphite. You know, where if
1: yeah, it's really, it's if it's harder, uh, it would snap off. I, I think yeah. he. I think he liked a nice sharp, hard pencil. Mm. All right. He was a man's man, Thomas Edison. All uh, right. So his pencils were specifically made for him. They were three inches. They were thicker than normal pencils. Well, wow. short and fat. And... <laughs> They were soft gratitude. Ah, Damn right they soft. were. Short, fat, and soft. <laughs> hey, that's what it said on his, on his tombstone. I like
0: my pencils short, fat, and soft. <laughs> okay, well
1: Yeah, we went there. Yeah. Alright. Yep. Alright, so All right. John gets a point on that one. All right, thank you. Yes.
3: All right. Uh, Hyman Lippman. Yes. What's he famous for, Mike?
1: <laughs> the hey. pencil. Well, the eraser. A pencil with an eraser on it. Yeah. There you go. My point right there. Now, John, do you want to agree with him or disagree with him?
0: I I will agree with him on this. (laughs) See, that's not fair. (laughs) (laughs) You're the one that came and started blurting out answers. Gosh. All right.
3: Yes, he is the one that put the eraser at the end
1: of the pencil. Yeah. So he missed all the golf courses me. along the way. You want to touch my eraser? Not today. John. Not today. <laughs> <All right. laughs> hey, do you know who Charles Smith is? Chuck. Chuck. Yeah, Chucky baby. <laughs> no. Charles Smith. Uh, uh, I don't Cumberland know. Cumberland guy... Pencil Company. Oh, oh the old yes. Cumberland. Pencil. Now, what did he do? Did he create the golf pencil? Did he create did he create the power
3: pencil sharpener? Oh, those are great. Did he create a pencil that could hide secret messages? Ooh. Or did he create a pencil that could be used in both bombers and tanks
0: by adding a small magnetic strip on the side? Oh, well, how about that? What did Charles so, Smith do? Well, pretty smart. If that's what he did. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna, Yeah, I'm going to say he's, uh, he invented the golf pencil. All right. Charles yeah, Smith little, golf pencil. Little teeny pencil. Little, no and eraser. it had
1: to be green. And no eraser. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, I think he invented the pencil sharpener.
3: All yeah. right. Uh, he actually created a pencil that could hide secret messages.
1: Wow. wow, It's like the a... The
3: Humberland Pencil Company was actually based in England. Oh,
1: Double Glow 7 probably had one of his pencils. They they made pencils <laughs> with that's graphite a, on either end of them, and they were hollow in the middle. Huh? Mm-hmm. And they would store
3: maps inside of those, and then those pencils would be given to POWs. Oh my God. You
1: have to break the pencil and pull out the map. So they
3: would know if they escaped where to go after
0: they escaped. Why weren't those marketed when I was taking the SATs? Yeah, that wasn't great. (laughs) What the hell? It's like how much money they could have made. This map is
1: illegible. I can't read the map. Maybe John, they were, and that's why I
0: got 1220. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I got 420. <laughs> having just got off the phone with Jerry Millen, anyway. 4-20 every is that 420 every day? John? <laughs> <laughs> <Is> that, uh... <laughs> my scores speak for themselves. Uh, the fact month. that I'm doing a podcast in a basement at this stage of my life, I think, says everything you need to know. All right. Very, very good. And, and why I'm with them, I don't know. <laughs>
1: You're hanging uh, around well, with the wrong crowd. I Mike. really. My mom Your always. Mom told me to tell you <laughs> don't hang out with him <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all
0: right
3: well john's got two right mike has one right.
0: right Yes. last question this is it your chance buddy who started the whole yellow pencil business
3: was it lnc harbeth was it farber castell was it herberhard farber or was it Stadler? so what pencil company started the whole yellow pencil
1: business we, uh... You're in the lead. So. All right. I think it was Stadler. All right. John says it's Stadler. Mike. Why Stadler? Is that one of your favorite pencil I brands? I think it's Carber whatever. <laughs> Carber Fibler. Well, there there's there's. Uh, Carber, Farber. Faber. Far, Castel, Faber. That's the one. Everhard, Faber. No, it, one. Faber. 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 Castell. Yeah. All right. That's fun to That's say. Think, I, think just,
0: I think he just—I think he just Faber. made three answers there. <laughs> that, what's your answer?
1: Faber or Castell. Okay. The yes. Faber. I, I've
0: heard the answer. John.
1: All right, good. I just want to make sure.
3: And John, just to let you know, he's wrong. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so you're going to be the biggest
0: winner. It's C. Hardmouth. Um,
3: okay. They created the. It's K O H hyphen I hyphen N O O R. Diamond pencil, which is a famous jewel oh, yeah. that's contained within the British crown Jewels, that oh,
0: comes from the, India. The Kanur and, yeah. yeah, and
3: India wants that jewel back, and there's a lot of... But anyways...
0: <laughs> Besides <was> that.
3: Named, <laughs> the pencil was named after that and painted yellow wow. in an
0: effort to show that their pencils were of the highest quality oh, they were the, and the <clears throat> best. They were and the, the ha- jewels of the pencil had, industry. Yes. It wasn't well, some short, fat other other soft pencil
1: wine. companies that decided to copy them. Mm, yeah, that's why
3: pencils are now yellow.
1: Right? Yeah, and sometimes you get that that cheap one that's like an off yellow, not quite the same yellow as the others, the right. other brands. So you know you got a cheapo.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: or they're red.
0: That's the, right. You know, like okay, uh, mine's pink. Yeah, John has a. <laughs> I've got uh, a big pink one. <laughs>
1: Wow,
0: that's nice to know. He's <laughs> uh, got nothing on me, fella. <laughs> it's a lot. And he's got, got a tassel at the end.
1: <laughs> it's It's got a big head eraser on it, too. <laughs> uh,
0: this whole thing's just <laughs> gone to hell. Stop making mistakes. Nice. He's, he's rubbing r- his eraser sure on, on everything. We're talking pot, now we're getting into smut. What kind of a show is?
1: this we've gone off the rails (laughs) all right right. so so next week tuesday school the fools with uncle bill no, I got it. Tuesday, to...
3: uh, if we could make it seven thirty. Oh no, no, we're gonna... <laughs> Okay, <I was> scheduling. <laughs> wow.
1: Well,
0: we'll but... get you in touch with our scheduler. Yeah, we'll we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, get, no, we'll get that on the calendar. Yeah, we'll
1: take care of you. Uh, have your people contact. Right,
3: right. People. right,
0: right. Okay. <laughs>
1: all right, or we'll just talk to you next Tuesday at seven thirty. <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome. All right. That would work out well with my schedule. All right. That would be fantastic. All right. We know you need your beauty rest all and right. all. So, all right, all Uncle right. Bill. We'll uh, we'll talk with you next week. We learned a thing about Hyman Lippman and the pencil today. Thank you much
0: We did. All right, thank you, guys. All right, buddy. Thanks, Uncle Bill. Take it easy. All right, uh, right. Firehouse Doors, of course, the main sponsor here. And Mike and John got it going on, and we want to thank them for their support. They've been in Livingston County for 24 years, family owned. They strive to treat each customer like family. They're also veteran owned. Mike, a proud U.S. Air Force veteran, and they're your one stop shop for residential, commercial, and rolling steel overhead doors. And for the past 21 years, Firehouse Doors has been Livingston County's only authorized distributor for CHI overhead doors. And you've only got. Two days left till April first, and I'm sure including April first. Look at I've got so two really, rush three. guys on my fingers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to wash those hands. <laughs> uh, but all right. All right. I'm going to go ahead and make an executive. You know,
1: here's the thing: through April first, we're we're hoping they stick with us yeah. through April first, right. and
0: then beyond. Right. But if you call After firehouse doors through Friday, April first, no joke. You tell them Mike and John sent you. You'll save 5% off your entire bill. No exclusions apply. You can give them a call at 810-599-7480.
1: All right. Since we've been all over the board today. Yeah, we have. With with the Easter holiday coming up, Disney is coming out with a limited, limited time only edition for grown-ups of the Boozy Bunny. It's a chocolate bunny, six inches tall, hollow on the inside, and filled with a chocolate drink oh. mixed with bourbon. Sweet. So, apparently there's a hole in the back for your bunny <laughs> straw. No, I'm not sure where in the back it's located, but being Disney, we think it'll probably be up high. All right, we were just assuming. Right. Okay, why would it be in, like, the
0: top of his head, like... Well, it's probably back of his head, you okay. know,
1: so you can see the front of the bunny. So it's not
0: like, why is grandma... Never mind. <laughs> why like, is grandma sucking I'm, out a bunny? <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. No. But, so, so this is for parents. So you can suck out the inner, so like and then kids eat the chocolate. On Easter morning or whatever, you know, when you're just like, oh, my God, it, it's... It, Right. They go do your thing over there, and then you just sit quietly on the couch (laughs) (laughs) and drink your bunny. bunny.
1: (laughs) It's a whole new chocolate milk. That's nice. A whole new chocolate milk. That's nice. Um, Two-cent history today? Yeah,
0: I I believe so. But before we do, we want to remind you, of course, our merch store at MikeAndJohnPodcast.com. We have all new items available. Uh, Lots of different uh, women's wear items that you can go for and our new travel mug. Did you see that? I did it's see. It's a pretty that. nice looking mug. Look. Yeah, it's almost a yeti. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's called. It's from the almost a yeti company. <laughs> Hyman Lipman it's, had nothing to no, do with it. No, he did not.
1: <laughs> <We're> not <laughs> right. No, there's various colors you'll be able to choose from. Yeah. Uh, if some of the 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 way things are working with the merch store, you place your order and they fill the orders on. Uh, Put them together on Fridays. Right. So if you order on a Monday, they're not going to put it together till Friday. But that gives you more time to shop. Right. And you there can are, either pay
0: to have it too. delivered or, if you'd like, you can just go pick it up at the store. Yeah. Uh, either way. Uh, but you make your order and uh, you should get an email back from Spirit of Livingston, you know, giving you uh, the details. But usually give them about a week until the, the next Friday. Uh, to have that order available for you. And of course, Spirit of Livingston in Howell is a custom t-shirt and screen printing company they've been great to work with here on Mike and John go- it, got, uh, got It Going On or whatever the name of the show is. I don't even know. Thank you. and um, <laughs> We can edit that. It was a mosquito. <laughs> but we, we can, but we won't. Um, and uh, they do graphic design services. They've done that for us. They've done, done that for my recovery. business, too. Now, so That's true. Mike's I Fitness. forgot. Yeah, Mike's yeah. Fitness. Don't forget here, that. Let me show the Blink plug here. here. Yeah. All right. There I'll send you, you a bill for that. Uh, and <laughs> And uh, everything you need to know is in the name. They truly have the Spirit of Livingston. You can give them a call today, 517-545-8831. Go online, spiritoflivingston.com.
1: Yeah, Danny's uh, been great to work with. Right. And uh, and Nicole. And Nicole as well. She's she's working on a few other things for us. Too. I heard. So yes, I, heard. I, I better not reveal it yet. We, no, we no, can't no, 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 big no, no, check, no. Check out the merch store. Yeah. Today, uh, March 30th, it's National Doctors' Day. Doctor. Doctor, doctor, okay. I am in control day today. Sure, is it Al Haig day? That's I know where that yes, came from. Yes. Yeah, yeah. On March 30th, 1981, President Ronald Reagan was wounded in that assassination attempt. Right. Lots of confu- confusion happened. Alexander Haig stepped up and said, "Hey." I am in control here.
0: I'm the man. And he's the Secretary of State. Yeah. And he stepped up the white and said, "I'm in control here." And it was like, "Well, no. Uh, isn't it the vice president? There's this thing called the Constitution that yeah. says the vice president is in control." So. And he's like, "Well, he's on an airplane. We have phones. We can reach him. <laughs> it's okay, Al. Sit down." <laughs> I'm in control. Okay, sure, Al. Just go back to your office. You're in control. <laughs> Whatever you need, you're in control. All right. Get the hell out of here. Alexander, <laughs> go to your room.
1: <laughs> 1880, uh, 1822. On the state, Florida became a U.S. territory, later known as Disney. Right. <laughs>
0: All and, the indigenous peoples money. in Florida very graciously left yes. and said, "Here, just take this whole yeah. thing." And so we're take leaving. You will know, we'll just go because that's what we want to do. All right. Anyway,
1: let's open this place up for senior citizens. <laughs> it's that's warm right. here. It's just, we can have golf carts. You can have this and come to die here. <laughs> It's heaven's waiting room. 1842. An anesthesia was used for the first time in an
0: operation. Mm. Here, we'll just try this. this. A <laughs> lot less screaming going on in that hospital.
1: The hospital's so quiet. The these screaming
0: has really gone down here. It
1: was on this day in 1858. One Hyman Lippmann patented oh. the first pencil with a rubber eraser I on
0: the end. I've heard that somewhere. Have you heard that somewhere? I have, Hyman I have. Yeah, All right. <laughs> Show your pets. My big, fat, pink oh, one. the big, fat, pink, pink. one. Yes. Now, now you know what he was talking about
1: earlier <laughs> in the show. <laughs> 1867, the U.S. bought Alaska from Russia. All right. $7.2 million. This was before oil was discovered there.
0: Well, what should oils? we do with this place? No. It was called Seward's Folly. Because he was a Secretary of State. Secretary of State Nobody, Seward. He was in control. Yes. Seward. was, there was a, This is Seward's Folly. It's not that good. Alaska. Ew. That was quite a deal we pulled off there. <laughs> hello Russia you want to sell anything else (laughs) Russia's like we'd like to sell you Ukraine you don't own it (laughs) well we're trying to we're trying to take it
1: over and sell it to you Uh, 1967 the cover picture of the Beatles Sgt. Pepper album
0: was photographed yes very detailed lots of celebrities I think some they had to take out because they didn't have copyright permission if you were if you were a celebrity at
1: that time and you were featured on the Sgt. Pepper album damn hippies is that how they were? They said. Uh, you yeah, know, I, I, I think it was you more, just, I think it was more like,
0: damn, where's my money? How do I name your dirty hippie money? Oh, it's green? Never mind, I'll take it.
1: <laughs> and finally, 2000 on the state, Rolling Stone, Mick Jagger made a nostalgic visit to his old school. Oh. Went back to his old school. That's nice. He opened the new arts center that had been named after him at Dartford Grammar. He well, said you- that he had spent the worst years of his life <laughs> at that school. <laughs> Well that's nice. I well, don't you know can, if he dedicated yeah. it that way, but in an interview he did say yeah. that. So. Okay. Well, someday
0: soon we'll yeah. go back to our elementary school.
1: I went back to mine. Not well, it was probably twenty years ago. Right. But uh that's when you notice how short the drinking fountains were. <laughs> <You're>
0: like, wait, <laughs> like the midgets well, go here. <laughs> and, and the urinals. Yeah.
1: You know, wow. they're damn near on the floor. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> uh, right. a,
0: I need a kneeler for this urinal. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what the hell? So. that's your two cent history lesson for today. And we that's the
0: show, which was on an ice delay.
1: Yes, it is on an yeah, ice we delay. We've got to we so. gotta wrap it up. Yeah. Careful driving on the way out of the show. Right. Even though by the time you hear the show, I should be able yeah, you got to put some salt down on your steps oh. to the porch. Are you going to sue me? Probably. I know a lawyer that sues people? Hmm. Um, after
0: the show content? I don't know. Oh, I do know. Stand by.